Hi everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode of Faye and Tom's Divorce Coaching Podcast. And today we are talking about what we do, basically. What is a divorce coach? Why would you need one? How do they differ from other professional therapists that are out there? And lots more. So, hi Tom, it's great to have this chat again today. Um, I'm going to ask you straight away, Tom, how did you get into this? Uh, I was starting to retrain anyway in traditional kind of life and business coaching and uh, doing a diploma in coaching. Um, and in all honesty, it was just the experience I was going through at the time. Me and my ex-wife separated in what, the March 2017. Um, divorce was finalised by the February 2018, so less than a year later. Uh, and I was then doing, uh, I was then obviously going through my, my coaching training, but then started adding in other things in like, uh, linguistic programming, NLP, um, timeline therapy, hypnotherapy, and some other bits and bobs. And it was just from that process that I started to realise, well, actually, in all honesty, like they say, behind any good man is a good woman. <laughs> can't I can't take credit for it, just like the chair. I can't take credit for that either. It was Donna that actually said, do you know what? You could, you could actually utilise these skills and go and help people, people that don't know how to get through this process that are feeling stuck or lost or whatever it might be. Um, and it was actually her that said, look, what about a divorce coach? Um, and just some, from some very quick Googling. And this is what was today. What was it? April, 2021. Um, and this was only what middle of 2019. Um, and a quick bit of Googling to then find out that divorce coaching is a thing um it does really exist it is a real job um but actually there was very few people doing it and no men i couldn't find any men doing it as well uh which was a bit of a shock to the system to be honest with you so that's kind of what led me down this garden path and uh, i haven't looked back since <laughs> you kind of gone down the rabbit hole i know what you mean Tom. I, I think the same is for me you know i've had my business for three years now and it was after my second marriage breakdown where I was out the other end. I'd done most of my healing, my learning, my moving on, me accepting and all of that. And I thought, you know what? I feel so happy now and so fulfilled that actually I want to help other people that have been there. And I think this is the thing with all divorce coaches because, you know, there are a few of us around now that we're doing it because we know how it feels. We know what the problems may be. We know some good strategies of how to get you to the next step. Um, and for me, it was very much, do you know what? I want to take my experiences and use it in a good way. Yeah. It's a bit um, like, I always think of that analogy about give a man a fish um, and he can <laughs> eat for a day. Um, and that's where I think coaching comes in because you could, you can be that, like I've been there, for, we all have been for a friend or a family member that's going through kind of a tough time. And you and that's great. And I had it as well. But you, it's then also about like, the right support as well. And it's someone that really, like you said, they know the trials and tribulations. They know what's like, what what could scenario, likely scenarios could come up further down the road. They also know how to help you figure out how to cope with it um, and how you want to choose to approach those situations. And then the other thing is, I was actually going to ask you, because we were talking about this the other day in Clubhouse, weren't we? There are actually, there are different types of divorce coaches as well um and different approaches because you and i whilst we do the same role um like everybody does we come at it slightly differently don't we so what what's your kind of view of how you approach your your, your coaching process your I think you're right i think you know i think you know we were talking about this 
And I think we are very, very different ends of the, of the spectrum. And I think you're right, you know, as, as you get into the divorce coaching journey, you, you find your niche and you find your passion and you find, yes, this is what I want to specialise in. And for me, it has been a, a kind of a, a growth um, thing with me. And I, I, I specialise now in trauma healing and that's due to relationship tr- trauma, um, abuse, infidelity, um and all things like that that is something that I went through and something that's really close to my heart so I I think you know I'm quite passionate about it I suppose I'm more holistic I do a lot of breath work with clients a lot of meditation mindfulness techniques as well as you know the counseling approaching approaches of listening with empathy and without judgment um and, and I think you know that's a big part of what all divorce coaches do is holding that space for our clients, isn't it? So that they can tell their story because actually what clients need in the beginning is what we call that empathetic or compassionate witness to actually hear their story. And that's, you know, one of the first parts of, of healing. What about you, Tom? Yeah, no, the same what you're saying in those early days, you've got to let people get their narrative out and what's going on for them. Um, and again, that, that really helps, I find, with me further down the road because you're helping people get to their root causes of understanding of things and what those triggers have been for, for later experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose, in respect, because you use the word holistic, I'm a lot less holistic, aren't I? I'm at the other end of the spectrum. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, they're still dealing with the same the same things and the same issues and the same circumstances and scenarios that can come up for people, infidelities and whatnot. Um, whether you are the agreed party or the one that called time in the relationship or whatever it might be that might be going on for you. Um, but my approach, I suppose, links still links back towards more traditional coaching methods, like suggestive language patterns and things like that. And it's also about making breaking down those big issues and making it bite-sized and manageable so it becomes a bit of a step process. But also about what's accountable for people. So if it's communication with their ex or even with their teenage children or whatever it might be, it's about helping them really understand the problem and then scale it back about how do you how do you want it, how can you improve it? What support do you need? What resources? Who can help you with it? When are you going to do it? What do you need to do? What are all the eventualities? Um, but then a lot of the other work as well is still helping people rebuild their lives thereafter. Who do they want to be after that experience? So it's, you and I, I think we, we both work with people either pre-pending or post-divorce separation. Um, um, and again, sometimes it's family related with children, sometimes it's not. And there's just a lot of different things that people are going through. And I always say like, no one situation is the same, is it? No one, and we're all so different. We all respond to things differently. So I think mine is more, like you say, practicality, but it's also still mixed in with positive mindset techniques, improving confidences, accountabilities emotional support and well-being uh, and just helping people come out a more positive version of themselves at the end of the process um i think you also know that one of the two kind of big areas that i do a lot of work in is co-parenting um and blended families as well when you're putting two families together and how to kind of integrate those two families and the children etc so but again that's all just from personal experience both as an adult and as a child going through it so um i think it's that's kind of the hallmark, isn't it, of any good divorce coach is have they been through it? How, how have they come out the other side? How is their relationship with their children, with their ex, et cetera? And, um, I, I think that's, kind of, that's got to be the true mark, isn't it, really, of a, of a good divorce coach? Yes, de- definitely. And I think you're right, even though there's more of us around now, um, I think it's really important as a client you get a coach that suits you. 
you know, we're not always going to sue everybody. And, and that's why getting the right coaches is imperative for, for healing, for moving forward, for, like you say, finding the answers for yourselves, setting those goals. Um, I've had people, you know, literally email me and say, look, I want a session because I know you love yoga and things like that. It can be something that simple why people will contact you. And that's why we offer a lot of divorce coaches. I know you, you do, Tom, as well, yeah. offer the free discovery call because on those calls, you will know straight away whether you are going to be able to help this person and whether that person feels comfortable with you. Yeah. And a good divorce coach as well will also, if they're not right for you, then they recognise that someone else might be better. Yes. Good ones would always say, I expect there would be better. I did it a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? And I said to yeah. you, a lady, that, yes. a lady that I spoke to, I think she was in South America as well, wasn't she? Yeah. And I was like, look, I can work with you and I'd be really happy to. The better person for you, I actually think, is going to have a chat with Faye. Um, so, yeah, you've really got to make sure that you're looking for the right person to support you. But again, that, that can vary as well. Kind of, that can really depend because I've had a number of clients that have come to me. When I first started working, I would say it was about 80, 20 men to women, purely by default, not by design. Um, it's now, I'd say, 60, 40 women at the moment. Um, I've also got, in the last six months especially, a lot more couples coming to us, whether that is to reconcile or to decouple. Um, and go about it in the right way. And that that's also seen a big change and a big shift. And I think it's about just finding the right person for you that's going to work with you in the way that you are comfortable with and comfortable communicating with them. And one of the things that I always say to people with new clients as well is that they've got to be brutally honest with me, um, warts and all, because otherwise we, we, we can't really get to those root causes of the issues and really help them. And then it'll be very surface level and they'll come away from their sessions not getting what they really needed from it. Yeah, and that's why, you know, sometimes just one session with a coach, of course, it's going to help. But to actually build that what we call the therapeutic relationship where that trust is there, you know, you have to have a few sessions for, for that trust to build. And that's when you find the client will open up more. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got longstanding clients that I, I've had for a long time. And and you know exactly how each other is. You, you get to know little nuances um and, it, and, it, and it's brilliant when that happens when you have that relationship that's purely therapeutic and that you can come to the end and think they're ready now you know yeah. that's the biggest thing for me is actually knowing that the client is ready that they don't need me anymore when a client gets to the stage where they don't need you you think I've done my job and that's something that I'm always really proud of when I get to that stage yeah no I don't know what I was thinking what you're saying about I remember one of the uh, in the earlier days, I had I had a bigger smile on my face when one of my very first clients um, had actually finished with their uh, their course of sessions with us, and they themselves said, "You know what? I'm in a much better space. I'm feeling more positive. Things are. Uh, I know how to work better with my ex, and so on and so forth." And I remember my other half saying to her, "She's like, you actually got a bigger smile on your face knowing that you've sent that client on their merry way to a better." way of separating than they would have done if they had not worked with you so you had a bigger smile on your face when they said thanks tom i'm done she said then the day that they paid their first invoice she said you were actually <laughs> happier that day and um it's true like i don't want to like you i i don't want to carry on working with a client forever um i want to get them to a phase where they are sustainable and they're out there and they can do that for themselves again with the analogy of teach a man to fish and he can feed himself for a day. I want, I want clients going out there after their uh, X amount of sessions with them and they can carry on with themselves and they can 
keep moving forward and they can keep working on themselves and self-development to always keep improving as well about how they're approaching situations. And I, and I think it's worth noting, you know, when, especially after my first marriage date breakdown, it must have been, I don't know, 17, 18 years ago now, divorce coaches didn't exist. Yes, there was therapists, there was counsellors. Um, so I didn't have that support. Again, after my second marriage breakdown, there wasn't any where I lived and I did go and see a counsellor. And I think some people are sometimes reticent to get any help at all. That yeah. They're very much, you know, I can work through this myself. I've got my friends. I've got my, my family. I've got some good legal advice. Um, and then the people that I've had as clients have said, oh, my gosh, I don't know why I didn't contact you sooner. Yeah. It can be such a big moment for them to realise that there's someone here that is going to help them, that is going to listen to them, that is going to help them to look at things in a different way to show them a new way of doing things as well yeah yeah i think there's always a bit of a a block with people getting any sort of therapy um i don't i don't know what what you think about that tom yeah i mean i went to see i think you know i went to see a counselor for i say i went to see i saw her for over a year um and she was fantastic i recommend her to so I have recommended to quite a lot of people um, and she was fantastic. And um, I think that it's, I just found a different path thereafter for me where I, I dealt with the, the therapy and the counselling part from past experience, which is what I really did need at that time. What I then felt was where I kind of maybe had the questions thereafter and the bit that I find coaching really helps with is it helps me find, it helped me find the answer to my own questions. And that's a game where I think a good coach comes in. They don't tell you what to do. They don't say do A, B, C and everything will be fine and dandy. It's about helping you find the answers to your own questions yourself that you are congruently aligned to and are happy to see through and those decisions that you choose to make. And that's, I think, the, the forte of a good coach is helping you really figure out the questions that you're kind of bombarded with and, and can't seem to fathom. And I mean, the, the role of a coach really is to be that neutral third party, isn't it? And I, you're probably the same when first or second time around when your nearest and dearest kind of close ranks, don't they? They're there to kind of love and support, and protect you, make sure you get out of bed in the morning and actually eat something and go to work. Um, and that's fantastic. And that's great. And you do need that. Unfortunately, all too often, sometimes, um, and I'm, again, this is personal experience, but also professional experience. All too often, sometimes you can have the wrong external support networks around you. That if they have had a bad experience or are still in their own narrative or their bad experience, that can then can inadvertently get projected onto you. So again, the role of the good coach is to be truly impartial and completely neutral, whilst yet still being supportive and non-judgmental and non-confrontational and help you figure out what's right for you, not what's right for what your coach thinks or what you best mate thinks or Dave down the pub thinks um it's about helping you figure out what's best for you so that you are congruently aligned with that with those decisions um and that's a big difference it is I totally agree you know friends and family they are there to help and support and you know friends and family like to give advice as we all do it's human nature um and I suppose our job as as coaches like you said is giving the client that autonomy that Mm. actually they are in charge of the next part of their life they've got to be in charge of making the decisions and that's a big thing of of what we do with clients isn't it because I'll have clients sitting there saying well my mum told me this and my friends suggested I do this and it's not really about that it's about what 
you know, I'll turn it back to them and say, well, what do you want? Yeah. Sometimes that's quite a scary thing because as a client who's going through the mill a bit and has got so many emotions thinking, okay, I've not even thought about what I want. Yeah. And it's our job to help them through that process, isn't it? Yeah. To get some clarity. Yeah. It's also about the, the other big things about changing further down when you get through further into those sessions as well and things do top, start to shift for them as well. It's about helping them to continually understand about how they can shift their perspective towards things as well, isn't it? Um, the amount of times where I've had a client who is adamant about, let's say, having less time with the kids um, and the other parent only having them every other weekend and actually X amount of weeks or possibly months down the line and that's starting to shift and then starting to go, Actually, I, I quite like having my own time now. They can go and see mum or they can go and see dad more often. And I, it's quite nice for me to have that kind of, if you like, selfish time, a bit of me time and get back to being who I am so that actually when the kids are here, I am more focused on them um, and I enjoy it more. And I actually get, I have to get to miss them. And I get to look forward to seeing them again uh, and things like that. So it's really interesting seeing how people make those changes and those, those shifts, isn't it? Definitely. I think, you know, why you would talking about that I was remembering a, a client that I was coaching through lockdown um, and the marriage had broken down and and their partner had moved somewhere else so they were sat in the marital home during lockdown with the dog and literally they couldn't even get out of bed in the morning they had no routine you know just working with simple things working with the client to have some sort of routine in the day that they're actually getting up cooking something for breakfast and you know even something as simple as that clients can struggle with and that's where we come in to just kind of put some ideas over make a plan with the client that the client's happy with so just even simple things like that a a coach can help with yeah yeah no I mean I had um, a couple that I've worked with um god I'm just way back first lockdown which whenever that was (laughs) um and um they barely, well, they barely even, they didn't really communicate directly. Everything was recorded, should we say, in some way, text, email, whatever it might be. Um, and again, trying to help them shift through that process to find a way that they could re-communicate and again, put the children um, at the forefront of how they were going to go through this process um, and actually get them back to simple things, sharing dinner again at the table. Didn't have to be best friends, didn't have to talk to each other. That's fine, but at least be at the table for your children. And then I'll then start to bridge those little gaps. It's about those little steps, isn't it? And um, I think, you know, like my, I run my coaching practice on kind of three core values of understand, evolve and improve. And I'll, ultimately, when clients come to me, it's because something needs to change. They just don't yet know how to do it. And they, they want to improve. They want to be better. They just don't know how. That all comes from the involvement, from actually making a change. But again, just saying, well, do something different doesn't work you've then got to um, you've got to unpack it all haven't you and and get to the root cause of that the understanding part to help them figure everything out so that now they've got all the different options and choices in front of them so they can actually feel more um like i say i keep using the word but it's just the most obvious one the congruent congruency of them to say right that's how i want to approach this this is how i'm going to do it this is what i'm going to do differently i don't know about you i've had um i have had some clients before in their discovery calls when they've said to me well my ex keeps doing X, Y, and Z. How do I control them? How do I get them to stop them? And I don't know you, but I always say, to people, well, I'm not working with them. I don't know who they are. Uh, I, you, you can't, I can't control them neither any better than you can, and you can't control anyone. What you can control is yourself. 
Yeah. Um, and that's part and parcel again of what what a good divorce coach will do is help you understand what you can and can't control, so you know what you how to approach situations, um, and come out of it stronger and a, a more positive person. Definitely. And as you were saying that again, Tommy, I mean, it's brilliant that we can actually sit and talk about this and actually what we do. And, you know, some some people are, are so frightened and overwhelmed of, of making changes in their lives after separation and divorce. And I suppose, you know, another big part of what we do is just being there for them. Yeah. I kind of want to use the term holding their hand in a figurative way, but they're just there walking alongside them yeah. while they, like you say, unpack things, work through things, get clarity. Yeah. to actually get the strength to take the next steps forward and you find I always got this little little phrase I use you know tiny steps turn into giant leaps yeah. because you find once the client gets going they just you can't stop them no yeah I know I completely agree and that's really that's a really powerful thing for the client to know that actually I can do this I can make these decisions for myself yeah. I can move forward however tiny the steps are it's still a step. So when have you ever had someone, because I, I get this when I just like networking or someone, I don't know, friend of a friend or something, um, where people say, so when would someone work with a divorce coach? Mm. Like, or who should? What sort of scenarios and situations? Do you ever get that? I do, yeah, because I think divorce coach conjures up this, oh my gosh, the marriage is over or the relationship is over. And that isn't the case at all. Like you've just said, Tom, you know, I, I get clients that, are not sure where they've grown apart or they're trying to heal after infidelity. Um, so that's why I kind of am a relationship and divorce coach because like, like you, we help people at any stage, maybe where they've been married a long time and they're stuck in a rut and that, and they don't know whether they even love each other anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm working with a lady who still hasn't come to term with things six years later after the divorce. She doesn't know how to move forward. She she wants to find someone to spend the rest of her life with, but she doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. So there's lots of scenarios that we will help clients or couples, like you say, to get through. And I think, you know, being a, a divorce coach, it, it kind of feels a little bit scary, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 no, definitely. And I, I always say to people, like, it's like anything, the earliest intervention mm. it, it, it is best. Um, I personally, I, I always prefer wherever possible to work with both parties. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't fit that now. Yeah. isn't always the case. It usually starts off with with one, and in a lot of cases, it only ends up being one side yeah. um, or one side of the party. Um, but yeah, wherever possible, if you can work with both, that would be ideal. Um, but yeah, I mean, people are just going through so many different scenarios of their own experiences that actually, like I said, as a preventative measure, the sooner that you can actually start to seek that additional support um, and advice. And I suppose, like I've again, I've noticed a big change in the solicitors, family lawyers that I work with um, in terms of how their role as your legal advisor has always been quite stretched and exasperated for them because they also take on the emotional hand-holding, the shoulder to cry on the council. They play so many different roles. And in actual fact, again, kind of just unpacking it, no, you wouldn't go to your legal advisor for advice on your tax. You would go to a tax advisor um, <laughs> and you wouldn't go to them for advice on your mortgage. You would go to a specialist IFA, um, much the same as for your emotional well-being and your positive mindset. You would go to a trained professional. Um, you wouldn't come to me for legal advice. I'm not a lawyer. Um, you would go to 
a solicitor um, who has got those expertise. And I think it's a bit, I always use the sports analogy because it's just the easiest one. Any athlete, pro, semi-pro, whatever, will have a PT, a nutritionist, a physio, et cetera, et cetera. They have all these people around them, their team of people around them that help them perform at optimum, at peak performance and be the best version of themselves. And I think it's the same thing when going through divorce, separation, relationship, breakup, whatever label you want to give it. Um, if you've got someone with the financial advice, with legal advice, with the emotional mindset and well-being advice, etc., all these different parts that people play to help you, yeah. you're only going to come out of it in a more positive way than you would have done if you hadn't abused them. Definitely. And it's why we talk so much about how having that support network is so important. Like you say, of a exercise buddy, a solicitor, financial advisor, a coach or a therapist, you know, a close family friend, they're all very, very important. Yeah. Um, just to give you the best chance of, of moving on and, and being fulfilled. And I suppose for most of us divorce coaches that have been there and done it and wearing the T-shirt, we kind of, the, you know, for me, I, I hope people look at, at me and another divorce coach and think, well, yeah, I want to be like that because they're happy and yeah. they're getting on and, you know, they're maybe in a new relationship. And, and that's what I want. And we're here to say, well, yes, you can do it because we've done it. Yeah, can be done. Well, I think that was everything that was kind of answered from, from, from my side. Um, I think we've kind of given quite a lot of information to people there. I think the next thing I would suggest to anybody is, if you're thinking about it, we both do free discovery calls. Right? Find out, give us a call, book a Zoom, whatever it is, just find out what it's all about. Come and talk to us and uh, we'll help guide you through that process. It's been great as always, Tom, and thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, remember to share, like, or even subscribe because we've got lots more. Got um, buttons coming up over there. <laughs> or there. I don't know. Maybe that's a subscribe and that's the next video. We've got some more sort of guests coming on, haven't we, Tom? We've got some more interesting topics that we're going to be covering. Um, so it's really exciting. Yeah, we've got a number of different guests, like you say, and different topics. Some, uh, some more lawyers as well that come to give us some more advice as well on various different topics as well. And uh, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep posting, we'll keep in touch. Apart from that, no, uh, thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you all again soon.